Motherfucking Franny. And I'm motherfucking Brenda. <laughs> and uh, this is our motherfucking 82nd motherfucking episode. Motherfuck yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Um, why don't we go in? Let's actually start with the joke because we got one today. Okay. Shout out to Julian. Finally. So unreliable. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, boys. Got another one for you. What's brown and sticky? A stick. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I love it. He had another one, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, let's just stick with the one uh, with the stick joke." <laughs> I think it'll go over a little better with everyone. So shout out to uh, Julian for that corny joke of the motherfucking day. Um, but I have a couple facts about the number eighty-two. Okay, let's hear them. Ian McKellen. Maury, you are not the father, Povich, and Selena's dumbass motherfucking father are all 82 years old. I'm not even going to say what his name is because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> and that's on Pyramid. Magneton is the 82nd Pokemon, according to the Pokédex. The 82nd episode of Friends, I switched it up on you, it's titled The One Where They're Going to Party. Monica ends up having to choose between head chef position or the catering business she started with Phoebe. Rachel is close to getting a promotion, but tragedy strikes. Chandler and Ross are excited when an old friend is coming to town. (sighs) Ross can get it. He's still so fucking hot. (laughs) And last but certainly not least, Nikki, my cousin's friend's testicles became swollen and impotent. Minaj's 82nd (laughs) single as a featured artist is Welcome to the Party Remix with Pop Motherfucking Smoke. I was like, you have a cousin named Nikki? And then I was like, oh, I got it. it." Yeah, he became (laughs) impotent and his testicles became swollen. Didn't like the the White House reach out to her to like clear that up or something? Everybody has reached out (laughs) to her to clear that up. We've been trying to reach you regarding your car's extended warranty. Extended warranty (laughs) and your cousin's friend's impotent and fucking swollen testicles. (laughs) Um, And she has enough lines with the word testicle and balls in it. She needs to come out with a fucking new song talking about not getting vaccinated so that I can fucking hear it in the club while I am vaccinated. <laughs> um, anyways, should we get into and that's about me? Yeah. Um, what did I do? Well, I got a haircut from someone from my hairstylist that I've seen for forever. Actually, like she's just really hard to book. She's all booked up all the time. God uh, bless. Yeah. Which is great, but uh, it, I ended up getting one, and it was she's like the most hilarious person ever. Um, we just always crack each other up while it's happening. I told her what I was watching. I told her that I watched that Lularue thing, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh my god!" Some one of the, the like rep representatives, like some lady, came into our work years and years ago and sold us all Lularue leggings. Oh my like, god! Out of her car. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like, how did you not? Have you never told me this before? I don't have, not that you ever would, but. Right. And she she was like, she was like, they were so soft. And I was like, were they buttery? Buttery. Oh my God. (laughs) Did she end up getting one of the ones that looked like a hamburger vagina? 
<laughs> yeah, she had like a big dong coming like down her leg. <laughs> God bless. Um, besides that, I made uh, some good soup today. Uh, it was great because of the sweater weather. Because of the sweater weather, um, kind of look like baby vom, but it's gonna be. It tastes good, so whatevs. Um, and then I am making a filter at work today, which was really weird because it's a like filter. the most like an Instagram filter. Uh huh. With your headphones, it's. I'm just doing weird projects at my work, but I'm trying to learn this weird... It's this software called Spark AR, which is through Facebook. And it's like this weird 3D modeling software. I know nothing about it. And I've just been watching a bunch of YouTube videos and I'm trying to make one for my work because I have nothing else to do. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) I tried to do that. That same exact thing. It's really, really hard. It's really Uh, hard. Yeah. I successfully made one today though. Okay. It's just like a moving... like It's like a background like this, but it moves. Um, then, uh, my gifts went even more viral. They're at 500,000 views now. Yeah. I talked to my friend Migsy who does Bigfoot magazine and she also made gifts for that, like through like a brand, like her brand mm-hmm. applying for it. And she, we saw each other at a party this weekend and she showed me her Giphy and her like, uh, analytics. She has 26 million views. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what's up with this shit, but whatever. We um, need to I, make one so that we can start getting some views. I know for real. Um, I did not end up going to Alanis Morissette, unfortunately, because Damon had a birthday party in his backyard and that sounded more fun. Okay. We, I knew it's just logistically didn't make sense. And then I don't know, just seeing like, you know, eight close friends to sounded a lot more fun. That right. was it. That was the bottom line. Uh, then I don't know, just trying not to die when I go out and about driving because everyone's driving too fast, too furious. I don't know what's happening in the city. I feel like it's like a fucking scary video game when I'm driving around now. I almost get in car accidents every fucking day. Um, and then another video game actually came out that I've been playing. There's a new Bomberman game on Switch that's free. It's called Bomberman 64. It's not it's not the Nintendo 64 version, but you play with 63 other people, kind of like that Tetris one that your brother plays mm-hmm, all, the, all the time that I like to. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a, a battle mode Bomberman where you're playing with like a bunch of other people. It's really intense, but really fun. Anyway, what have you been up to? I love that. Um, I have, well, I dog sat last week um, and was terrified every single time I left to go back home or go back to this home because. Apparently, so what happened was I got off of work and I was like, I'm going to go walk this dog, give it some food, whatever. I go to the house. The dog is laying in the living room. The dog is not moving. The dog does not respond to me (laughs) walking into the door. So I'm like, hey, Fiona, like, hey, big head. Um, And no response, no ears moving. And I was like, oh, my God, this 15 year old dog is dead. Yeah. Um, I had a wedding, but now I have a daddy. Um, and so I walked towards the fucking cat. I mean, the dog. And I'm like, Fiona, Fiona, nothing. So I had keys and they like fell on her. And then she moved. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you staring like, me like this? Or something? Apparently, I left, well, I left my necklace there. And so the woman that I housed that for was like, I think she has an ear infection. And now she can't hear anything. So I was thinking that the dog was dead every fucking time <laughs> I came home. Um, so, you know, it really helped with my anxiety. Um, yeah, I'm sure. aside, aside from that, I saw three different, uh, three different friend babies, baby friends. I don't know. 
they're friends that have babies. They're baby friends. Um, anyways, uh, so I got to meet Arlo today, Hannah and Will's baby. Oh, cute. For the first time, um, I hung out with She's So Lucky, um, Lily's baby named Lucky last week. And then I saw Tessa, Dominique's baby, today. Wow. So, you know, my heart is full um, and I'm just feeling like really blessed and possessed and stressed and <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> Um, but that's really it. That was like the, the highlights of my week, a dog not dying and seeing babies that are <laughs> living and thriving. That's fun. Yeah. Um, Hannah listens to this and texts me sometimes about it. And I'm like, this is funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I t- so it was really nice. I did. She did ask me who, so we went over to her house. She did ask me, she was like, I, I have, I've forgotten to Google it, but, um, who is Maluma? And I was like, bitch, I will show you who Maluma is. I will show you whatever you want to know. Her basement flood. I don't mind on it. Her. Yeah, for real. I was like, I'm, I'm honey, I'm honey, honey, honey. You do not even want to know how many times a day I think that. Well, not even like actually I'm horny, but that I say that either out loud or just passes through my brain. Oh, shout out to Danny to at work and Julian at work. First of all, Julian um does all the tiktok dances for me so he does the get into it yeah <laughs> get into oh i definitely it. learned that one <laughs> um yeah because the jungie georgia the jungie he's so fucking high he makes me want to come me um and danny does danny will walk through uh work and just um honey i'm honey 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 um and i feel responsible fucking responsible um anyways what about television Oh my gosh. Um, so many of the like the standard things that I'm still watching, but they put the second season of Love on the Spectrum out the other day, and I really enjoy that show. It's people on the autism spectrum looking for love. And it is, I don't want to say adorable because that sounds like demeaning, but it's just really cute. I don't know. I like yeah. it. Um, I watched one episode of Tattoo Redo, and I don't know if I can watch that show ever again. It's is it like touching up bad tattoos? It's uh, doing tattoo cover-ups. It's like one person brings their friend in and then the reveal is that the friend gets to pick the tattoo and that the other person doesn't get to see it until it's done. Talk about it. Like I I have horrible anxiety. It's like the worst show I could possibly watch. I'm like, they're going to hate it. Um, So I only watched one episode. It was a cool idea, but it was also very strange. And the first episode... Oh, go ahead. No, just the first episode had like two people with white dreads and I was just like, God damn it. Grossy. Okay, MTV had a show like that, and I feel like Snooki was the host. <laughs> and but it was like your fucking um like someone you hated, your enemy got to choose a tattoo. Oh that no, you put that on sounds, you. I would be way more into that. <laughs> yeah, and Snooki's like with her fucking poof. It was just I hate seeing like her trying to be serious. I, I just every time I look at her, I'm like, where's the beach? Um, anyways, <laughs> giant sunglasses. <laughs> I know, God bless her. Um, I finally watched Promising Young Woman. They put it out on HBO Max. It's a movie that came out in 2020. I don't know if you know anything about that movie. I do, kind it of. It was so intense, but I actually really ended up loving it. Fucking Jennifer Coolidge and Molly Shannon were in it. Brie Larson was in it for a minute, which also reminded me of. Uh, 
when I thought that Brie Larson was playing a Hispanic woman in Knives Out and I wrote a whole Facebook rant about it. And then someone was like, that was Ana de Armas. And I was like, oh yeah, oops. And then took it off Facebook. Um, it was a whole, oh. a whole thing. <laughs> um, it was great. It was really intense. It was like two hours long. Um, that was not a fart, by the way, if anybody could hear that. I just went. Oh, I'll just cut it out. Okay. Cut you cut it, it out. out. <laughs> no, I won't. You shut up. <laughs> um, I watched the second episode of Real Housewives. I still didn't have access to the third one because it wouldn't let me buy it until today. So mm-hmm. the second one was great, though. Second one was great. This, <laughs> this... Just, these bitches, I'm just like... <laughs> I just can't handle it. I'm just like... They all hate each other so hard. <laughs> I love it. But it's all just like scripted, obviously. I, I mean, to a certain point. Um, I don't know. Just like when <laughs> when Jen said that Heather shopped at Dress Barn. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still fighting about um that whole like Brooks thing, like with her and Meredith. Yeah. And she's just like, Well, I wouldn't have said any of those things if you didn't say anything derogatory about my vagina. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, this third episode that came out, I'm not going to give it too much away, but I, it's like, Jen you was can't like, really give it away, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jen was like, she was like, I, Meredith was like, I cannot believe you're talking about Brooks this way. And like, how do you think he feels? And Jen goes, How do you think my kids feel? And Meredith was like, About what? <laughs> and she was like, He talked about my vagina on national television. And it's like, Okay, Jen, you were literally flipping this whole thing on fucking Meredith. It's and also her son, Meredith yeah. Brooks. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. <laughs> it just seems like weird satire at this point or something. Also, I loved in the second episode when uh God, I, I can't think of her name right now, but the the one who's on Denny? Trixie's Trixie's Oh Whitney. Thing, when she got up, when she was doing her little interview, got up on Oh, and was pretending to get pretending fucked. to have sex. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh, she's she's this is insane. I mean, like, these yeah. are all people that are like Mormons, basically. And she's like, like uh, just simulating anal, basically, or getting pounded from behind, like yeah. on national, international television. Yeah. It's, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, and then Sex Education, I finally finished it. Only Murders in the Building. There's one episode left. That show is amazing. I'm really into it. Um, that show, the other two with Molly Shannon just wrapped up their second season. You have to watch the show. It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. The second to last episode, I watched three times in a row because the entire episode was about a hole pick, like a leaked hole pick that he took. The main character took a hole pick while he was on a plane and then like took a nap and it like went viral. Which, like, what's the show called? The other two on HBO. Okay. It's so it's like, I feel like no one watches it. I don't know. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Okay. Um, Besides that, just The Circle and then Nine Perfect Strangers finale, which was the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, that's it. I love it. My um, 10 different yeah. shows. Yeah, God bless, because I only have two. Um, and one of them we've just talked about. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, obviously. Um, but today I did watch, because there's been like two new documentaries on fucking Britney Spears that have come out. Oh, someone was talking about this the other day and they I said guess, it was really good. Yeah, I guess there was one, there was like CNN that did it, that Britney was like, do not fucking believe any of this. This is not true. I watched Controlling Britney Spears on Halur and it was, there was like this man that was in it. I'm going to actually go into details later, but um, there was this guy that worked for her security company um, 
And he was just going into detail all of the things that they had to do with her. And like, there was never a moment that she had any privacy. Um, So that was really upsetting. Um, But I guess there's going to be a Netflix documentary that's coming out on the 29th on Britney Spears. Um, it's like some fire festival shit where they both release something at the same time. It's like, yeah, can you make like, up your mind? One, which one is going to fucking be better? And then I didn't really watch. Okay, so okay, I'm not going to lie. I watched the first episode of The Voice because Ariana Grande is a judge on there, and um, I'm obsessed with her. Hated it. Are you frozen? Okay, then you're no, 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 it's not um, reactive. <laughs> uh, you're like, I hate this. Um, so she she has a button. That like if you if she like I choose you and then the person gets to decide if somebody's talking like Blake Shelton she presses this button and it just says thank you next boom ends so that's her thing now she just interrupts people with thank you next if you um, had a button and you got to press it what would it say uh, um and then I just <laughs> keep going um uh, it would tell you to loosen up my buttons baby but in an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice oh my uh, god that was the funniest one of the funniest jokes we've ever done on this entire thing we've been doing (laughs) and yeah i I didn't even write that one um but tony braxton was just kicked off of the mass singer um and why is tony braxton on there but she did say so by doja cat and she did the rap part did she she, do oh i was gonna ask if she did like a like a low singing um and uh yeah that's that's pretty much it for, t- for the television, for the good old boob tube. How about music? Music. Big Lotto came out with a song called Big Energy, where she like samples Mariah Carey. She's like, I could tell you got big dick energy. And I just liked it because she said dick. Um, and then going back to my hatred for Spotify, I don't know <laughs> if these songs are new or if they're old or if they're fucking <laughs> borrowed or if they're blue or new or whatever. Um, so I just came up with songs that I like. Cookie Kawaii. Uh, came out with a song called Violin featuring Dear Silas. And like I said, this could have come out three years ago. This could have come out in the fucking 50s. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Duckworth, um, Kiss You Right Now. There's a song called Syncopate by Michelle, who I don't know who any of these fucking people are. And then I discovered the song, which could have come out in like 2004. Um, but it's called Sexy Villain by Remy Wolf. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Uh, I'm going to start out with a podcast episode that I was listening to right before this. It was uh, Nicole Byer's podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? And the guest was Crystal Method from RuPaul's Drag Race. And it was mm-hmm. so, I was just cracking up right before this. So I just wanted to give that a shout out. Um, she has a lot of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race drag queens on there. Uh-huh. Um, my first song isn't something that I actually liked. I just wanted to point it out because it was so... I felt like I had passed away. Because it seemed so otherworldly. Um, it was Portugal the Man, which is this Portland band that um, I'm not going to say that I like or dislike for various reasons because I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but featuring Cherry Glazer, who I actually like and talk about all the time on here, uh, they did a cover of Len Steal My Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And it is so bad. Really? <laughs> but yeah, it's basically like. <laughs> You know, when people try to do a cover and they try to make it exactly like the original song and it's like pointless, they tried to make it sound exactly like the song, which, you know, I actually do like that song. It's like a shitty, nostalgic, like night song from like 1998 or some shit. Mm -hmm. But like, this is embarrassing. I don't know 
who okayed this to happen. Anyway, uh, the music that I actually like, Charlotte (laughs) Adigiri came out with a song called Thank You, uh, surprisingly not the Alanis Morissette cover. Um, But it... Uh, she she's this French I think she's French artist uh, that I really like this electronic artist she's so cute um, <laughs> Borai Borai B O R A I came out Borai with a, Carey. <laughs> came out with an EP uh, called In My Life EP it's like I think drum and bass I don't know I don't know a lot of electronic music genres anymore. I'm becoming old. Chelsea Wolf, who usually makes goth music, came out with a single called Woodstock and a single called Green Altar. Uh very singer songwritery and I'm liking it, even though she's normally um wanting to mosh. Let's mosh. I want to rob. I'm gonna mosh. <laughs> and then uh this really amazing jazz album came out like a week ago, I think, from Nala Sinefro called Space 1.8. It's like it's just so good. It's like experimental jazz as a, uh, it's, <laughs> it's this experimental jazz album that I've been really into the past week. And that's it for me. <laughs> I love that. Okay. One thing that I do want to say that I watched and listened to was Chloe and Hallie perform at the global citizen festival in like London. I think they fucking looked amazing. Um, Chloe's extra as fuck. Uh, the way that she sings, she's like, so over the top. Um, but they looked and sounded fucking fantastic. So I just were they to... like, oh, I missed her. She was like, uh, <laughs> I am on my sneaker game. Like the way that she was. Enunciated. I feel like she's had been doing that though, too, you know? Yeah. But this is like, she's like, okay, my sister's back. She's out of the water. She is no longer Ariel. It's time to pop our little pussies and <laughs> road. Have mercy. Why keep flossing like I do? Anyways, um, so we get into the gay of the day oh yeah oh minus switzerland same-sex marriage two-thirds of voters back yes almost two-thirds of swiss voters have backed same-sex marriage in a referendum some 64 percent supported the measure making it one of the last countries in western europe to legalize same-sex marriage campaigners have hailed the vote as a historic moment for the lgbtq rights uh in the country for LGBTQ rights in the country. In the buildup to the vote, church groups and conservative political parties opposed the idea, saying it would undermine the traditional family. Switzerland has allowed same-sex couples to register partnerships since 2007, but some rights are restricted. The measure will make it possible for same-sex couples to adopt unrelated children and for married lesbian couples to have children through sperm donation. I don't know why they had to word it like that. Um, <laughs> it makes Switzerland the 30th country in the world to adopt same-sex marriage. Uh, it's a historic day for Switzerland, a historic day when it comes to equality for same-sex couples. And it's also an important day for the whole LGBTQ plus community. Jan Muller of the Yes Campaign uh, Committee told AFP News Agency. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool for the gays and the theys that want to get married. I know that's not the ideal for everyone. Um, I was actually, my brother sent that to me out today. I was kind of surprised because Switzerland is a pretty progressive country and has mm-hmm. been. So mm-hmm. I was like, wait, this is just, this just happened now. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that was cool. What's better yours? late than never. Um, and shout out to your brother. This is a Drake line. Better late than never, but never late is better. Um, <laughs> mine is, my game of the day is Billy Eichner. Do you think he's hot? 
Yes. Yeah, he's really fucking hot, right? I okay. don't want him to come up to me on the street with a microphone, though, because it's like my, worst, I'll it's suck my it. worst nightmare. Oh, I'll suck that microphone. I'll do a little duet on it, too. Um, several additional cast members have been announced for out actor Billy Eichner's historic gay romantic comedy, Bros, with Universal, and they are all LGBTQ+. The film will be the first major studio company centering around two gay men, according to Universal Pictures. Eichner is said to make history as the first out man to co-write and star in such a film. He'll also executive produce it, while director Nicholas Stoll will be co-writing it with him. Judd Apatow will serve as a producer. The project will also make history as all of the principal roles will be filled by LGBTQ plus talent. Earlier this year, Luke McFarlane was confirmed to be playing Eichner's love interest. Eichner wrote on Twitter, this is the best thing ever. I could not possibly be more excited to tell you the entire main cast for the rom-com bros will all be openly LGBTQ plus actors. Yes, even in all the straight roles. This is the first for a major studio film. Let's make history. The additional cast includes T.S. Madison, gender nonconforming entertainer Miss Lawrence, RuPaul's Drag Race winner Simone, Guillermo Diaz, and Guy Branham of the talk show Game Show. Of the talk show, The Game Show. Musical, high school musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> Boy, uh, were you ever going to not bring that up? Well, this shit is weird. <laughs> no, the no, talk no. show, The Game Show, the high school musical, the musical, <laughs> the series. Uh, I could not be more proud or excited about the historic nature of the openly LGBTQ plus cast of Bros. After queer actors have spent decades watching straight actors capitalize both artistically and professionally by playing LGBTQ plus characters, it is a long overdue dream come true to be able to assemble this remarkable, hilarious cast. Um, Bros is scheduled to be released on August 12th, 2022. I'm excited. He's really funny. Yeah. And he's Um, hot. And I looked at the other guy that's going to be his love interest, and he's also hot. He made, or he he didn't make it. He was in it, starring uh, in that show, Difficult People. Yes, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. It's like exactly my humor. I don't even know if you haven't seen it. It's on Hulu. Um, Hello, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I tried watching it and I didn't like it. But uh, you know, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum. <laughs> and I also don't like watching shows like that. Maybe I'll start it again. I'll start it tonight. Yeah, it's so good. Um, well, those are the gays of the days. Should we go into the question of the day? Yeah, it was, if you were on The Real Housewives, what would your tagline be? Shout out to, first of all, shout out to Leash because she came up with that question um, and then never gave us an answer. But that is totally okay. <laughs> you want to go ahead and kick us off? Yeah, Eric wrote, in the city of roses, people can get thorny, but I know when to nip them in the bud. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! And he, or, yeah, he wrote, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I've been waiting some for so long for someone to ask me this. <laughs> oh god, God bless. Cody wrote, "Life may be a bitch, but so am I." Love it, <laughs> fucking love it. Um, so mine, Lily sent me three, and they're all fucking amazing. So I'm using all three of them. Don't be fooled by my beautiful home and family. I'm just your average alcoholic slut. <laughs> <laughs> Her second one is, I may look like a wife and a mom, but I'm still a dumb, drunk slut. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then her third one is, being a housewife is hard work. Just kidding. I just get drunk and watch porn and throw dirty dishes in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I was watching this shit last night, I was like, these bitches are just drunk all the time, but they just have so much money that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um 
And Lily was like, wait, I, I'm starting to sen- or sense a theme here in all of my answers. Chandler wrote, a bitch, yes, I am. What about it? Which I fucking <laughs> love. Okay, so then Allison comes through with, oh my God, okay, I'm just going to message you new ones as I think of them. <laughs> so she thought of seven. Even privileged hearts get broken. Which she actually said to me one time, and I could have fucking punched in the face. Um, her second one is, I don't always eat ass, but when I do, I cover it in peanut butter. Ooh. Three, I'm allergic to drama, I'm allergic to bullshit, and I'm allergic to cheese. Which, <laughs> she's lactose intolerant and fucking stupid. My ass is always a blast, with or without the dairy. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes, I'm straight, but don't come for these curves. Come on these curves. I fucking hate her. Her sixth one. Sure, I gained some COVID weight, but at least I lost one cheating-ass boyfriend and a whole lot of friends. Ah. <laughs> ah. <And> last but <laughs> certainly not least, the haters call me a horse face, but baby, I put the nay in Monet. Uh, <laughs> I think she was trying to say, like, money. Um, I don't even know. It was so great. I started choking in my own spit. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Um, <laughs> Megan sent in, I'm not always a bitch. Sometimes I'm asleep. And <laughs> I fucking <laughs> love that one. Um, and then I have a couple for myself that I wrote. Um, my first one is, call me a bad server because I always spill the tea. Thank you, bitch. <laughs> uh, my third one is, People call me a slut. I would respond, but there's a dick in my mouth. Wait, where did the second one go? Didn't I say, did I say third? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, second. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Did I just like black out for a second? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be um, the first I one. just skipped. I just skipped beat. <laughs> um, <laughs> my third one is just something that I use all the time. As long as I have a face, you always have a place to sit. <laughs> um, and then my last one is when you hang around the queen bee, you're bound to get stung. Those are my housewife taglines. <laughs> I think they're all great. For Thank mine, I just redid all of the uh, Salt Lake City season two intro uh-huh. to my liking. Okay. Because, yeah. Um, the only thing I'm guilty of is being gay amazing. I hate you. That's <laughs> a fucking gin shot. Shot amazing. <laughs> In a town of cooties and creeps, there's only one wild rosebud. I hate you. <laughs> Did you do all seven? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, when I was watching it last night, I paused it and I was writing all this. I hate it. You don't have to like me. I fuck myself enough for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of everything, including mouth herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I I may be known for my ass, but I always beat the meat. If you come for me, I will send Feezus after you. That's my reference to last week when I said Feezus. Yes. And that's yes. also Mary's quote, which I, who I was referring to as Feezus. <laughs> yeah, it's not funny if I have to explain it, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was raised Catholic, but now I'm raising the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> that was fun. But now I'm a good question. The roof. <laughs> Why can't we think of a question like that every week? Or we didn't even think of it. Someone else did. <laughs> someone, someone else thought of it. So we said this before. I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. If you guys have a question that you think would be funny to have on the show, 
let a bitch know I just rapped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause on Sunday we'll be like texting each other, like, here's like four options, and they're all like fucking no. awful. Yeah, and then we like, end up doing like, something if that's you like... have to be a piece of paper. What <laughs> a post a color post-it. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, so uh, thank you everybody for the write-ins. Thank you, Allison and um, Lily for um, don't be fooled by my beautiful home and my family. I'm just your average alcoholic slut comment. It was amazing. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says that. We can make it happen. It'll be our next round of merch. Um, but what do you say we take a little motherfucking uh, 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 break? Let's do it. Welcome back to Move On Gate, the motherfucking podcast with Franny and motherfucking Barinda, 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 <laughs> and we're going to get into pop culture. You're like, welcome back. That's what you sound okay. like. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Azalea Banks is down to work with her nemesis Grimes again now that she and Elon Musk have semi-separated. That's really all I have. It's just a, a <laughs> it's an Instagram story of Azalea Banks uh, replying to this page six story that says the page six part of it says Elon Musk and Grimes break up after three years together. And Azalea Banks says, OK, girl, can we finally make those darn songs now that apartheid Clyde is out of the way? We were really supposed to eat those bitches up. And I think that's hilarious. After all the drama that they've gone through, I I can't, I like wanted to look it up today and I was like, it's just, it's that story is like so complicated. So I, 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 it was like a weird three-way rumor thing. Yeah. Or something oh, like yeah, that. I forgot about that. And then they like held her hostage or something like that. And they're they mentioned. held who hostage. Azalea, I think. Okay. Right. Something I, like that. Yeah. Something I mean, wild. I'm... And I, I don't know. I just like, you know, when all, all three parts are like all crazy, I'm just like, I don't believe any of you. Right. And I believe all of you at the same time. Right. Who am I to judge? <laughs> yeah. She was, she was uh, held hostage and you named your baby, your Barbie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember what, get into a yaw is what they named the baby. If <laughs> you see him, got a butt, then fucking get into a yaw. Anyways. What's your first one? My first one is about Britney Spears and what I was talking about earlier. Britney Spears had no sense of privacy or control of her life through a majority of her time in a conservatorship, to the point her father was recording her chats from within her own bedroom. Those are the claims in the new explosive documentary. The bombshell allegation surfaced Friday in Hulu's Controlling Britney Spears, which details accounts from people who say they were involved in the inner workings of Britney's conservatorship, as well as what allegedly went into monitoring her. According to a guy named Alex Vla- Vlasov, Jackoff, he works for a security company called Black Box, which he says Jamie and a woman named Robin Greenhill, who worked for TriStar, Britney's business management company, hired to keep tabs on Britney for years. He claims Black Box had, set, had him set up an encryption system on Britney's mobile devices, so texts and emails she'd send and receive would loop back to Jamie and Robin via a separate iPad they had. He likened it to parents keeping a watchful eye over their minor children's activity. Then Vlasov went on to claim that Jamie was controlling and overbearing over people who would interact with Britney, especially men. Vlasov alleges Jamie set up some sort of listening device in her bedroom, alleged audio of which Vlasov says he was once asked to destroy. He felt super uneasy about the demand and made a copy, but he doesn't reveal any of the uh, contents of what's on those recordings which he says amounted to about 180 hours worth. 
ranging from combos she had with Sam, her kids, and others. The timing of the documentary could ha- couldn't have come out at a better time for Brittany because she's going to try and get her father off the conservatorship once and for all next week and possibly attempt to end the whole thing altogether, which I think her hearing is on the 29th. Oh, that's fucked up. It was this that's documentary intense. was yeah, this documentary was very good, but it it made me feel really bad for her. It's just like she can't even live her like we already knew that she couldn't live her life how she wanted to. And now there are people like listening to her all the time and just like getting paid to do it. It's just like that they're basically using her own money against her. I mean, they have been, but it's just like just you know, she seems fine now. Like she let her live her fucking life. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And they had interviews with like that guy Vlasov or whatever. And Felicia, do you, were you a fan of Britney Spears back in the day? I'm, I like, did you stand the queen that she was? I know I liked her, but I w- was not like I, I wasn't letting my freak flag fly about it. Um, I loved her. And I was over here like, I'm so straight. And I loved her. <laughs> I knew who Felicia was. Felicia was her assistant. And it, she was like an old woman. Older oh, than yeah. I remember her for, from the from the documentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's in this one. She kind of looks like grown up Matilda. Yeah. Like, it was fucking crazy. I mean, crazy. Um, crazy. Um, Delete. But it was a great documentary. You should, <laughs> you should watch it. Um. Yeah, I I will. Someone else recommended it as well, so I think I will watch it. Um, Did you see the party bus that was used to take high school kids on a field trip? No, but I wish I was in that high school. (laughs) That's why my background is a party bus. Also, it looks like I'm like leading the right way for it right now. (laughs) It looks like you're yeah, like the bus is about to flip over. (laughs) You know that fucking. uh, Did you ever go to Enchanted Forest growing up? Yeah. uh, Yes. You know that like slanted. Yeah, the like slanted house or whatever. God, yeah. that place is so busted, but also love it at the same time. Love you. <laughs> love you, Enchanted um, Forest. Love you, baby. Bye. They, they actually have really cool merch right now. I want a lot of it. Um, so, um, yeah. So it's just referring to this like switch up that happened on accident. It says NBC Boston said that Jim Mayers, um, not to be confused with John Mayer, an 11th grade advanced that placement. <laughs> language and composition teacher posted in a now deleted tweet about the bus switch up jim explained that a bunch of systemic issues led to him having to rent a neon lights filled strip club on wheels and hoped that the tweet would bring attention to them he wrote it's a funny story but there is actually a real bus shortage and it speaks to major flaws in our education system. I'm worried that there is too much attention being paid to the tweet itself or simply the fact that it went viral instead of attending to the many systemic issues that are facing not just my students, but students all across the country. If it's gotten people to talk about the overall infrastructure of our education system and the different ways schools are prioritized, then that's good too. Um, I just thought that was... Hilarious and sad at the same time. <laughs> it could be both. Get you a girl that could be both. Get you a girl that could do both. Um, that thing just happened to my microphone again, so I'm officially deaf. What? Wait to your headphones? Yes. It did a big scream? Yes. It's like it sounded like an Ashley Simpson album. <laughs> did it do a like jig? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like on a Monday. <laughs> Um, anyway, what's your next one? My next one is about Dolly Parton. God bless her. God bless the fucking queen. GP. Uh, Dolly Parton fans are not happy right now with TikTok. And let me tell you why. 
Just a day after joining the platform and sharing an uplifting video with her fans, her account seemingly disappeared. Why, hello, I guess I'm on TikTok, Dolly shared in the last video, in the last video. I just dropped in to say that it will be okay. If I can do it, so can you. I believe in you. Dolly had even promised to come back on the platform and read a story, it seems, but it won't happen now. After fans couldn't find Dolly's page anymore, they took to Twitter to call at the platform and want to know just who reported her page to get banned. Dolly Parton got banned on TikTok. I saw that video. <laughs> and the message said this account was banned due to multiple community guideline violations. And I'm like, let, let her fucking out. <laughs> Do you know how many fucking dicks I like meat oh, prints yeah, yeah. I've seen on TikTok? Do you know what my TikTok even looks like? You know my for you page is basically porn. For yeah, you porn. Yeah, mine is too. A lot of a lot of um whatever that trend is of people like basically doing the helicopter. <laughs> Have you seen the one when they're like, like um a- where they put their hands like this and then they just shake their dick and it sounds like it's clapping? Like I'm about to no. give that fucking dick a standing ovation. I do the one where it's a weird like it's like I don't even know how to describe it. I never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you have men dancing in cemeteries. I have like dick pics. <laughs> how does it get so different? I'm so confused. It's like tailored to each person that I know, and I have various crossovers with a couple people. But we, I don't think we have them. We don't. <laughs> I, Especially I, when you send me shit, I'm like, this is going to end up. They're going to think I like <laughs> little gerbil I boy. I still think my what is it? Um, is it Cardi V? Where it's like, okay, let's go, and it's. Someone... No, it is it is Saweetie. Okay, and she turns around and then walks away, and it's like yeah. real, that's like one of my favorite ones. Yes, like when <laughs> uh, they're like when your friend finds you at the club and asks you if you want cocaine, and she's like, "Let's go," and she just walks with her little fucking fat ass. That's like every other one for me right now. Anyway, yeah, love it. <laughs> What's your next pop culture? Did you see the new Super Mario Brothers film cast was announced the other day? No, is it awful? Oh my god! This happened the same day where that "Steal My Sunshine" cover came out. Like at the same, within the same hour in the morning when I got to work, and I was like, I passed away in my sleep last night because none of this mm-hmm. is real. He was taken from us. The <laughs> Lord has taken him away. The cast of a new film ad- adaptation of Super Mario Brothers has been revealed, with fans reacting with confusion uh, online. The man. The Emanimated. <laughs> the Emancipation of Mimi is one of the greatest <laughs> albums of all time. <laughs> I'm going to leave that part in. I normally cut that when I can't pronounce things. I think I left some in last time because it was funny as fuck. Uh, the animated film produced by Illumination, the studio behind Minions, was announced yesterday during a Nintendo Direct broadcast. It will star Chris Pratt as the titular plumber and the Queen's Gambit star Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. <laughs> and then goes on to be uh, Charlie Day as Luigi, the dude from It's Always one of the dudes from It's Always Sunny. Okay, Jack Black as Bowser. <laughs> Who's playing Yoshi? Keegan Michael Key as Toad. <laughs> oh my god! This is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which I have to bring up a TikTok video real quick that was happened the other day. That was like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, it was just a photo of Donkey Kong and, uh, it's just this video of Donkey Kong and says, this is Seth Rogen voicing Donkey Kong. (laughs) Just him laughing. I fucking hate his laugh. (laughs) It's like worse than mine. Am I? No. Okay. Okay. 
Um, anyway, and then it goes I'm kind on. I'm excited about this cast. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. <laughs> okay. And then a couple other people who I don't know who they are, but I was like, this is so weird. But also, there's no way in goddamn hell that it could be worse than the 90s Super Mario Brothers movie that came out. Oh, John Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah. It has like yes. a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. If you haven't listened to it, I always recommend this podcast called How Did This Get Made? It's one of my favorite of all time. But they just review horrible movies and they did one of the super the 90s Super Mario Brothers movie. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> I I don't remember. I I I've seen that movie, but it's been so long. I, I think feel I like saw I it in the it. theater. Ugh. Oh wow, you're old, old. I know. Fuck. I'm big old. Yeah, you big, big man, bad. you big old. <laughs> That's it for that one. Um, well, my last one is about... Did you see that fucking insane episode, or at least clips from The View last week? I may have read about it, but I don't remember. Um, well, it was chaotic, to say the least. Sonny Hostin, Sonny, Sonny Hostin and Anna Navarro are opening up about what happened on The View over the weekend. The two co-hosts were pulled from the air over what was later to be revealed as a false positive test. And on Monday, September 27th episode, talked about the fears and repercussions that were had because of it. Anna and Sonny were set to interview President, Vice President Kamala Harris when they were abruptly pulled from the show. The results of both of their tests were revealed live on air, which Sonny described <laughs> as a really uncomfortable moment. She added that they were announced before I even knew that was going on, before they were verified before i was tested again and again and there were real life ramifications when things like that happened sunny even shared that her surgeon had to be pulled out of an operating room at the time because god forbid he's operating on someone who and he's covid positive in addition to her child's school being notified and her parents had to be rushed to be tested these are the sorts of real life things that were happening and for me, it was particularly triggering because not too long ago, I delivered the eulogy at my in-laws funeral, she shared. So you can imagine how I felt thinking I could be COVID positive and my family could experience another loss, a loss that I don't think my husband could handle. So I was relieved to say the least to find out that I was COVID negative And I always was assured by the fact that I am fully vaccinated. And so even if I were COVID positive, I wasn't convinced that I would likely be okay. Anna revealed that she felt flabbergasted to learn of my initial positive result. My first thought was, oh my God, because I have just spent the day with Kamala Harris's sister, niece, and brother-in-law. So my, so I'm thinking I'm typhoid Mary, and I'm going to wipe <laughs> out the entire Harris uh, family in one week. So I have to call them immediately, call your family, because you don't want them to find out from TV. Of course, they had, and it shows you just how instant these days news travels. Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View, said that they found out about the positive test results just moments before they came back from a commercial break. So at one point, <laughs> I, I did like, read about this. Yeah, I saw the clip and Joyce talking, and the producer's like, uh, we need um so-and-so, Anna and whatever, hosting. Um to not so, be hosting. To not be hosting. <laughs> and so she they walk off stage. So then Joy and the other woman are just like six feet apart, and they're like, Oh, we just found out that these two have COVID. And they're like, it's like a PR stunt or some shit. I'm confused. And they're like, but we'll be back with Kamala Harris. And then they come back from because it's live. They come back (laughs) and no, the fucking producer is like, oh, is there are there any are there any questions that we that the audience has for for us? 
Joy can't hear anything because the woman that's asking a question is like 9 million feet away. Is this show actually live? Yes. Oh, it was a live I had show. no idea. Yes. Like, it was act- a live is it normally show. live? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're live. They're okay. They're talk shows. Uh, yeah. I feel like they're always I just live. assume that they like filmed it like an hour beforehand or something. I don't know. Yeah. So then Joy can't hear this woman. This woman's asking a question and they're like, this isn't a question for us. That's for Kamala. And she's not here yet. And then they're like, so Kamala Harris is not going to be joining us. Yeah, um, no she's going to be, she's going <laughs> to she be joining us remotely. <laughs> and they were like, well, where is she? And they were like, she's in the building. She's just not coming on the, she's not going to be on this panel here. So it was so good. It was just so <laughs> enjoy. It was like, this is, this is the beauty of live TV. And she was like, and you know what? I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to say right now. So um, we'll see you in a moment. We're going to take a break real quick. Oh, and then they sh- just like, the show's like nothing but controversy after controversy after controversy. I'm here for I it. I still don't want to watch it. <laughs> I love it. I I'm more of you. a... Uh, what's the other one? The talk? The- yeah. No, you're more of the real. <laughs> with uh, with Tia and Tamara. <laughs> and Adrian Bailon. Uh, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> you have one more? Um, it's just... It's not an article. It's just uh, that Kim Kimmy K is going to host the uh, Saturday Night Live. I think not this Saturday, but the one after or something like that. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I just thought it was. I I have to watch it. Just I just like <laughs> why? I mean, I get it, but also like she's going to be like I don't even know what she's going to do. I mean, here's what I think is weird. They've never necessarily been good at acting ever. Yeah. Like, yeah, she pretended she was enjoying having sex with Ray J. That's probably like her best acting fucking uh, video that's (laughs) ever been shot. But they're not actors. You know what I mean? Even when they like pull some shit on the show, you can tell that they're that they're actually acting this out because it's not good. So I'm sure it's going to be a lot of like making fun of herself, but then skits, I just feel like she's going to be laughing at herself the whole time. God, they better do that. They need to redo that. Like fake Sims, like video of like the orange soda. Thing. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what what was it? What did he say? What did they say? Oh, I don't even know. She's just like, it was her and, Chloe you don't even like orange soda. You like Courtney. strawberry soda. No, she like re- recommended one of them recommended the other ones to get the orange soda. Like you have to order the orange soda. It's so good. And when the waiter came, the other two were like, I'll have "Oh yeah, they ordered something soda. different." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then it just shows her, and she gets really mad and goes to the bathroom. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, loved it. Um, um, yeah. Who is who is the musical guest with her? Oh my god, I would have to look it up. I don't remember. I hope it's not that fucking guy that's like, um, what's that stupid song that he has with Justin Bieber right now? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'd be fucked up if you ever named me. I'd the same thing. I never want to hear that again. I've heard that too many times on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, TikTok. It's like one of the other ones. Was that like? that like taylor swift trend that i didn't realize was taylor swift until oh, like a week ago in hindsight, yeah, yeah. i'm like how i actually like this song now and i just like completely disregarded her like on last week's episode or the week okay, before do you like her do you like that song it's it's all all those like to the top 10 like 
20 trend yeah. songs get stuck in my head in like this gross loop that makes no sense to me. Do you know what song I love from TikTok? Hmm. I got guns in my head and they won't go. It's in my head and they won't go. I don't I still even feel like I say. haven't seen that one. I've just I heard you sing you, it. I sent you the clip. Like one, but it's like not actually like hit my feed. Okay, well. My feed. Feed me. Um, <laughs> should we go into this, to the blessed, this mess? Yeah, mine is. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> mine is R-, R. Kelly for the millionth time on the show, I think. Probably oh at least the second time, probably the third. Um, well, he got sentenced, or he didn't get sentenced today. He got, uh, he had a court date today where he is now guilty of racketeering and, uh, sex trafficking of children, Ugh. which is so fucked up. Like who would have thought? I didn't know it was like, like went down that path. Um, his attorney compared him to Martin Luther King Jr. in his closing arguments. And I just wanted to bring that up because I'm like, why? <laughs> During a fiery closing argument to a Brooklyn federal court jury, R. Kelly's lawyer conflated the R&B superstar's alleged sex trafficking and, well, it's not alleged because it's been charged for it, basically, uh, and sex with teenage women with Martin Luther King Jr.'s fight for civil rights. Kanick said Kelly and King both sought to uphold America's constitution and quoted from King's famous I've been to the mountaintop speech delivered in Memphis in 1968, the day before King was assassinated. Somewhere I read of the freedom of speech, Kanick said. Somewhere I read of the freedom of assembly. That's all Robert is trying to do. The lawyer added, insisting that his client and King both sought to make America be true to what's on paper. Um, I just thought of all the fucking audacity of that whole situation to end in that. Yeah. I was just like, no, why don't it, his lawyer is trying to make him seem like he's like innocent, innocent. And he's not that innocent. He is being charged with this crime. That's like horrific. Right. Like I think that the crime that he's done is one of the most despicable things that you could do on this planet earth next to murder next to a lot of other things. But he should go away for the rest of his life, in my opinion. Don't try to pretend like he's a fucking martyr. Don't try to pretend like he is misunderstood or like has like part of a movement or something like that. Fuck that. That's like so fucking ignorant and bullshit. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, it made me so mad. I was just like, I can't wait to, you know, I don't even care, but I do care about like his, I hope that he sentenced because the sentencing is like next week, I think. I just hope that he doesn't ever leave jail because, mm-hmm. you know, the things that he's, he's done are despicable. I agree. Anyway, that's mine. It's disgusting. Disgust. It's disgust. It's one of the most. Yeah. Um, well, my blessed mess is going to an entire state and it is going to Texas once again. I really love talking about te- Texas loves being on my uh, blessed mess because <laughs> um, they are making their way almost. Uh, yeah, pretty regularly. Anyways, making, making their way downtown, walking fast, faces passed, and I'm homebound. Faces taken, I'm homebound. Wait, I thought it was faces pass. It is pass, but I was just saying taken like your neighbor. Anyways, oh, okay, the okay. state of Texas <laughs> is suing President Joe Biden's administration over its guidance on treatment of transgender people in the workplace, calling the guidance a radical attempt to, at social change. That suit filed by an anti-LGBTQ plus Texas attorney, General Ken Paxton, particularly objects to the administration's calls 
for employers to allow trans workers to use restrooms and changing rooms uh, comporting with their gender identity and to address these workers by their preferred names and pronouns. States should be able to choose protection over privacy for their employers over subjective views of gender, and this illegal guidance puts many women and children at risk, Paxton said in an online statement. If the Biden administration thinks they can force states to comply with their political agenda, my office will fight against their radical attempt at social change. These backdoor attempts to force businesses, including the state of Texas, to align with their beliefs is unacceptable. The Texas suit filed Monday in U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas joins a similar one filed by 20 other states last month. That one was led by Tennessee Attorney General Herbert Slatery and included a challenge to guidance for schools, which is not mentioned in the Texas complaint. But both object to guidance for employers issued by the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission in June. Also, the Texas legislator is currently in the third special session over the year, considering restrictions on trans students' participation in school sports, a priority of Abbott's. I'm like, why is this still fucking happening? <laughs> and what the fuck is wrong with Texas? I don't know. Like, hello, it is 2021. It's like every other, every week, there's something new in a different state that's like an ass backwards state. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, um, I think it was, I, I mean, I've never seen Harry Potter, but it was like this woman that was like, every time there's trouble, it's always you three. And it's like Harry Potter. And then like, whatever their names are. Um, what is his name? Uh, uh, red hair. Char- uh, Charky. Charky. Charky? Chun, uh, Chun Li. Chun- <laughs> and make me the bad guy, Chun Li. And like. Uh, uh, David Rat- Ratcliffe. Uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, I know, I know who Harry Potter is, but what's the little redhead's name? Gingy? <laughs> uh, what can I think of his name right now? Um, I know uh, Hermione. Lucky. And then Larry. <laughs> Larry. Harry, Larry, <laughs> and Hermione. Anyways, it was like a photo of like Harry, Larry, and Hermione. And <laughs> Harry was like Texas, Hermione was Florida, and Larry was uh, California. Well, funny story is that jk rowling is a piece of shit so and also very transphobic so uh, i mean i know that i'm just saying that they use harry potter as like a thing to say that texas florida and california are always like fucking up <laughs> fuck it up fuck it up anyways uh fuck texas um you can go fuck yourself and you're not fucking hot <laughs> i'd rather go to um applebee's applebee's <laughs> i'd rather go to the local sherry's if i'm being perfectly <laughs> honest with you <laughs> Um, but why don't we go into the LL cooldown? Because I'm a little heated. Okay. Um, the only thing I have for LL for my LL cooldown this week is that Vanderpump Rules starts tomorrow. Thank God. You're gonna be Vanderpumping and dumping. Vanderpumping and dumping. Let me tell you what, I cannot <laughs> wait to see what's going on at Sir Restaurant. And Sir, for those of you who don't know, stands for sexy, unique restaurant. And wait, I for real? Yes, Sir stands for sexy, <laughs> unique restaurant. Didn't Allie go there like a couple months ago or something? Probably. Um, <laughs> I hope so. I hope that fucking Sandoval was working, even though I hate Sandoval. Um, but they were called Servers. S-U-R-V-E-R-S. No. I also love it, obviously. Um, a sexy, unique restaurant. So fucking... Oh, I thought you were raising the roof. I am raising the roof. Uh, <laughs> fix it, Jesus. I, I was raised uh, Catholic. But now I'm raising the roof. Um, 
so I'm excited about that. And um, that's like, that's really it. Yeah, I don't have I'm much. excited about a TV show that I'm not going to watch probably for like two weeks. <laughs> what about you? I didn't write anything down. I don't, I mean, not that I'm not excited about anything. I just like, I might go to a show this weekend, but I don't know. What show? There's this punk band called Sweeping Promises that is playing at Mississippi Studios. Oh my God, Studios. I love Sweeping Promises. Uh, I forgot. I th- It's one of those things where I like, con- I was convinced that I had bought a ticket and I tried to look through my email and search for it. It's for like 30 minutes and I couldn't find it. And I was like, I, did I just not buy a ticket to this? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Who knows? May, I might still go. Shows are weird. I don't know if I like going to them. Wait, uh, so you don't, you still don't know if you have a ticket? I am like 90% sure I did not buy a ticket, but I thought okay. I, I, I was like 99% sure I did. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> It makes it makes a hundred and ninety seven percent. But yeah, who knows? I might go to that. Uh, I don't know what else I'm excited about. Um, well, why don't you say? Why don't you say? What don't you say? <laughs> Let's end this shit. How about that? This is Move I'm Gay, the motherfucking podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Move I'm Gay Podcast. You can go on our motherfucking website. You can write it in a leather. In a leather, I said it again. <laughs> Either way, I have to know. You can go on our website, www.moveomgaypodcast.motherfucking.com. Or you can follow me at Instagram. Fuck. You can follow me on Instagram at Frisco Kid. Um, you can follow me on um, uh, Christian Mingle. Come get some. What's my other place? Um, J-Date. J-Date. Holla at your boy. And I'm Brenda, and you can follow me at Pocket Rocket with an I and some underscores on Instagram. Uh, this is a quote from the other two. You can find me on celebrityass.com or celebritycom.ass. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and that's on Pyramid. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Um, okay, bye. Okay, bye bye.